Listeners, will you accept this rose? I'm here to tell you about Bachelor Happy Hour, the one and only official Bachelor podcast, hosted by one of our personal Bachelor Nation favorites, Becca Kufrin. She is a Bachelor Nation fan favorite and a girl who loves corgis and sweatpants. Clayton Eckerd, the star of this season's The Bachelor, is looking for love and his journey of finding a wife will soon be coming to an end. Warner Brothers Bachelor Happy Hour has exclusive interviews and episode recaps like you won't find anywhere else every single week. From the happy couple at the end of it all to those women who go home empty-handed after a rose ceremony, Bachelor Happy Hour is where you'll find them first. The show covers it all, how the brokenhearted women who are sent home feel, what really goes on in the Bachelor Mansion when the cameras aren't rolling, this season's shrimp gate, and everything in between. Beck and Bachelor Nation are closely following Clayton as he makes his way through these last few weeks, from hometown visits and meeting families to the highly anticipated fantasy suites and the final rose ceremony. Becca will be right there offering insights that only a former bachelorette can provide. All that's to say, if you watch The Bachelor, then Bachelor Happy Hour is a must-listen. You're about to hear a preview of Bachelor Happy Hour, which includes a recent interview with Genevieve. While you're listening, follow Bachelor Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen ad-free by subscribing to Wandry Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wandry app. Last week, we had Gabby on, and she kind of explained just how tense it was being in the room with you and Sinead prior to the two-on-one. And we obviously saw just through Sinead's interviews that she had something rehearsed. She was, like, planning out what she wanted to say to Clayton on that two-on-one. But, like, what kind of mindset were you in? Did you prep at all? Or, like, where were you at before going on to that two-on-one? When I originally found out, I mean, I was like, oh, my goodness so many emotions. Um, but the more I thought about it, I think if anyone were to go on the two-on-one with Sinead, I would want it to be myself. I think that I was able to, I know I'm able to stick up for myself and, um, I don't, I don't know the other women. I mean, they're amazing, but I don't know if they were in that situation. If Sinead were to pull something like she did with me, what, like how they would have reacted. Um, so yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty level-headed. Like I was just like, I'm going to treat this as a one-on-one. I know she's here. And I was just telling myself that I did nothing wrong. I've been myself this entire time. I've been my true self. She has not, she has thrown a trophy. She has just been so ridiculous to a lot of the women. So, um, I kind of, I, I was in good spirits. I, I was nervous because I mean, I knew it was going to be uncomfortable, but, um, I had high hopes because, I felt a strong connection with Clayton and I feel like it was time for Sinead to go and for him to just kind of see her true self. And yeah, that's what I was hoping for. And I'm so lucky that it ended that way. Well, and cause he pulled you first to talk on that two-on-one. So it seemed like that went well. Like we could all tell it was very emotional for you to get in that vulnerable space and like open up more, especially being in such a weird setting. How did you feel after leaving your one-on-one time with him that day? And then knowing he still had yet to talk to Shanae, because uh, at that point, obviously, uh, she could have said anything. Were you worried about that or were you like, I'm just going to focus on our good connection? So I was definitely worried. I was worried about um, what Shanae could possibly say. So I did say to Clayton, um, I was like, I know I'm talking to you first. I don't know what she's going to try and pull, what she's going to say. So if she brings anything to you, all I'm asking is that you bring it to me before you make a decision. Like, please ask me. And so let me explain myself if I am able to. Um, 
but it was really just more like I was, I was emotional because like, it's hard for me to open up. I was explaining to him, there's so many women. I'm so afraid of getting my heart broken. And I mean, there's all these incredible women seeing the relationships that grow. I was just worried about being hurt. Um, but I, yeah, I felt really good about our conversation, like how it ended with like, he asked me if I'm able to get my, let my walls down and open up. And I said, I'm just like, I take longer than most people. And he responded very well to that. And then I did say the thing about Shanae, like, please let me know. And I left it kind of feeling good um, because I mean, we had a good conversation. We had a nice kiss. Uh, it went well. And then I just, I knew something was going to happen with Shanae. So I was expecting when he came back, I was like, what is this going to be? And sure enough, it was the actor's Oh, yes. Surprise. If I would have been you in that position, I would have started laughing. Like, there's no way I would have been able to hold it in because it was just so far from the truth, especially now piecing together everything Shanae was saying that I don't know how you kept it kept it together. No, seriously. Like, I was, I was shocked. And Clayton actually told me after he said... I knew right away the look on your face that you were mine. He's like, I could just, I mean, I was, I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even know what to say because I had nothing. I did. I couldn't think of anything that I lied about, that I acted. Uh, So yeah, that was what I was like, what else did you hear from the conversation? She's like, that's it. I just heard you want to pack the basket. So yeah, he was very good about it. He responded really well. He was very um, kind and like sincere. Um, So it went, it went well, but I was mind blown at that. I'm glad that two and one ended the way that it did. And I think it was so fun getting to see you guys celebrate with the champagne. I know Clayton even mentioned he heard you guys singing in the elevator. Of the whole season, that was my favorite moment. Coming back, walking into that room with the rose and seeing the girls' faces, like tears of happiness and like screams and just like hugs. It was amazing. I was, um, I... I absolutely loved it. Then they they brought down champagne. They did a little toast. I was like, it just made it all worth it. And I was so glad. They were so thankful that she was gone. It, the mood changed so much. It was crazy. We, like, that, that cocktail party, I don't think there was any drama. Like, it just really flipped a switch once Shanae left. And mm-hmm. you could just feel it. It was like a weight lifted off of all of our shoulders. I've never seen a celebration like that for one person to leave. Like, usually there are seasons where somebody, people are excited, but that was, like, on a whole other level. I know. And, and then I think they, they popped champagne when um, and they came and took Shanae's suitcase. They popped champagne before I was even back. They had a little celebration. So, and they all, it was so cool. They all went around and kind of did a toast um, and just told me, like, I've been a rock for them. I've stuck up for them and thinking. It was just, like, I was crying. I, I loved it so much that is very sweet that's a nice moment you just heard a preview of a bachelor happy hour listen to the rest of this episode wherever you get your podcasts